everyone and welcome to Delicious Delicia. Eid Mubarak and I hope you're all doing well. So before we begin, I want you to imagine a scenario. In this scenario, you're having a argument with one of your best friends. And boy, this argument is about cake, okay? And so when you um, argue about cake, you feel really angry, devastated, and you feel, you don't feel good. So what's going to happen is that I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna ask you these questions. And so, yeah. So when you get home, you uh, tell your mum about your day and your mum says to you, it's all right, arguments happen between friends, it's common and you'll get over it. And then you come across your sibling. Your sibling says to you, you should have just walked away. Don't be friends with her. And when you finally decide to go to your bedroom, you come across your dad. He asks you what's going on. You tell him what's what happened. And so he said, I understand how you feel. Um, it's sad when you have an argument with someone you love. So think about these questions I'm about to ask you. So which one made you feel better and which one made you feel worse? Which one made you feel sad and which one made you feel happy? Which one would you walk away on and which one would you talk? So whilst I introduce my guest for today, you can think about this scenario and we'll add it in the end. So um, my guest is Salam Ammar Eid Ghadir Mubarak. Uh, it's a very special occasion for us. And so, yeah. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? And um, you also, uh, could you explain your jobs as well? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, Alaikum Salam, Khair Mubarak. Thank you so much for uh, for having me on to your, uh, your podcast today, Delicious Delicia. I love, love the title. Um, so a little bit about myself. Uh, so my name is Amar. Um, I live in, in Milton Keynes. Um, I have been uh, a trainer, a facilitator, uh, a coach and, and a teacher for the best part of a decade now. Uh, so it's, it's something that I, I really enjoy and something that I'm, I'm really passionate about. Um, and uh, yeah, I suppose that's, that's myself in a nutshell. I do workshops, I do seminars and I do classes yeah. for people of all ages uh, to try and sort of help them with some soft skills as well as their personal development as well. That's super cool. Um, thank you. So, uh, could you um, answer my question here? What is emotional intelligence and um, do we need to be emotionally intelligent? It's a great question. So, I think I'll, so I'll start with the definition. So, in terms of what emotional intelligence is, it is the ability to understand, um, sort of utilize, and put into practice our emotions that we have within us. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a three-step process. Um, and emotional intelligence really is getting um, to the heart of what we are currently feeling at a certain moment in time and mm -hmm. how we can use those to our advantage. Um, do we need emotional intelligence? I would say absolutely. I think there are a lot of studies, scientific studies, that have shown us that emotional intelligence today is now far superior or something that is far more needed than even intelligence or general IQ. Um, so sometimes emotional intelligence is known as EQ for short. Um, so a lot of studies have shown us that EQ is now ranked more highly than IQ um, because whilst um, having 
intelligence generally and being very brave and very smart is an important thing to be. Um, having emotional intelligence and understanding your emotions as well as understanding other people's emotions um, gives you a distinct advantage over other people. So yeah, I would say it's definitely very, very important. Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, so my second question for you is that how will it help us to be emotionally intelligent? Great. Um, so by us, I assume you mean children or kids your age. Um, I think having emotional intelligence is critical, I think, especially yeah. for, for young children like yourself. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, my I would argue that I think the most emotionally intelligent people or humans in terms of age range are babies, as you believe it or not. I think babies are naturally very, very emotionally intelligent. And it's only as we grow up does our emotional intelligence actually start to decrease yeah. if we don't work on it. So, so I would say, especially for children, um, it's it's really, really important that they sort of get a better understanding of how they're feeling, how other people are feeling, and can use different techniques like empathy and resilience to help build their own emotional intelligence and to help support the emotions of others. So you think babies are most emotionally intelligent. That's pretty cool. I actually yeah. never thought of that. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I've heard of the um, uh, phrase emotionally quotient. Is it related to emotionally intelligent? Uh, intelligent? So is it related or? Yeah, it's a good question. So I think to be honest, both are, are used um, interchangeably. So if I give you an example, um, the word football and the word soccer describe the exact same thing, but they're just two different words. Mm -hmm. uh, it's exactly the same thing up here. So emotional quotient or EQ and emotional intelligence is the same thing. They're just two different words for it, but essentially it's oh. the exact same. Oh, okay. So um, this is about your trainer job. So on a scale of one to 10, how much do you uh, love your trainer job? your job as a trainer? No, great question. So I'm assuming one being I absolutely hate it and 10 being I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. I would put myself as 11 actually. <laughs> um, I, I, the thing I love about training, first of all, it gives me a real buzz in the day knowing that I'm going to be training someone, that I'm going to be um, facilitating a class or I'm going to be coaching someone. It's something that gives me a real buzz. It's something that, that I think is, uh, is a gift of mine and it's, it's a reason for me to really wake up in the morning with a smile on my face. So yeah, I absolutely love my job as a trainer. So you miss your job, don't you? Like, are you still doing I, are you still doing? Sorry, sorry, yeah, so, are you still doing it now, or um, are you like, um, ha are you taking a yes. break because of the pandemic? Of course, yeah, yeah, it's a great question. So, of course, we are we are living in COVID times, as they call it, um, and uh, you know, during this sort of lockdown period and post lockdown period, it's it's been more challenging. But I would say I am still very much doing training. Um, training is very much still part of my my sort of job and my routine, but mm -hmm. instead of doing it face to face, I now do it online. Um, so it's very yeah. much staring down the camera lens and, and doing it there. Uh, but yeah, it's still very much happening. So how is emotional intelligence related to what's happening right now? Oh, this is a fabulous question. So I would say right now, when it comes to the lockdown period, especially when we looked at the early phases of the lockdown, when it was very, very harsh, you couldn't go and meet anyone. You had to be locked in your home. Um, that type of thing. You could only go out in, in absolutely necessary things like shopping. At that time, I think emotional intelligence was something that is 
even more critical then than it is now. It's still very, very relevant, of course. But the reason why it was so important then was because when we are locked in our homes, mm -hmm. when we aren't able to go out regularly, when we aren't able to meet with our friends or with our family, we can't go to school, we can't see our teachers or our mates, it leaves us feeling quite frustrated. It leaves yeah. us feeling a little bit angry, makes us feel sad or lonely or confused. And there's a whole bunch of feelings that we might be sort of experiencing inside. So this... And as a result of that, sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, so this sort of links to the story I was saying before. Um, what, who do you think was right? The dad, the mom, or the sibling? Oh, great question. So I think from the scenario, it sounds like the sibling was definitely right on. So you're going to have to just remind me of the statements again. I don't know if you have those so, on screen. So um, the, dad, the dad said, um, I understand. I know how you feel. Um, it's sad to have someone have an argument with someone you love. And the mum said, arguments are common. Uh, they happen and you're going to get over it. And then she kind of like distracted her. And the sibling just told um, her to the other sibling to just stop being friends with her. Sure. Okay. So to me, it sounds like from those three statements, I think the dad sounded most emotionally intelligent of the three of them. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it sounded like um, so the statement that the dad made there really goes to show that he's trying to empathise with um, the, the 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 child's uh, presence. And uh, as a result of that, I think that statement alone gives the child a little bit more uh, of an invitation to open up, to say what happened, why did it happen, and perhaps perhaps even sort of repair the friendship as, as things go by. But yeah, from the three statements, I'd say the dads would probably be the most important. You know what? Um, I, I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to tell you this, but right now my dad was just like pointing at my mom saying like, he was so excited, like, it's a dad! Oh, he's right! <laughs> um, so, uh, this is about your ice cream selling job. That's like my favorite out of all of your jobs. Um, oh, yeah. so, do you taste test your ice creams when, when you have breaks? Oh, great question. So, you know what, I... So yeah, I did actually mention this in my introduction. Of course, my, my family and I do own uh, sort of an ice cream franchise called Baskin Robbins, which is oh, based yeah, in North London. It is, it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun serving kids, to be honest. I think, I suppose that's kind of where my similarities are in terms of a trainer and my ice cream selling that I get to interact with kids a lot. Um, but in terms of tasting ice cream, yeah, I definitely, so I, I would taste a lot of ice cream in my breaks, that's for sure. I think it was kind of my job, or I think that was the excuse that I had, that I had to taste all the ice creams if I was gonna sell them, right? Um, since, since I've taken up a, a vegan diet, uh, I only taste You're the vegan. ones which don't have dairy. So that's yeah, like another that's job. You got another job, being a vegan. <laughs> you could say, you could say it's um, it's a diet. Yeah, you could mm. say it is a diet, but it's, it's a whole other job in its own right, you can say. Where, which one is your favorite um, ice yeah. cream? Oh, so before I was vegan, I would say uh, chocolate chip cookie dough definitely was my favorite. Oh, that one is a good um, one. Oh, it's a lovely flavor, isn't it? I love it in a milkshake as well, actually. It goes really nicely in a milkshake. My favorite um, like... But, are which one's yours? I either like bubblegum or mint. I don't know. They're both really good. My family they don't like it. Fabulous. Which is good because then they don't get to try on my ice cream. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's always helpful. So, um, my eighth question for you is that uh, 
what difficulties did you face in some of your jobs and how did you face them? Sure. So, and I'm assuming you're referring to my, my training job at the moment, right? Yeah. In terms of that question. Yeah. Okay. So I think my, so I do face a few challenges, a few difficulties. I would say the one that is most challenging for me, I think is when um, people uh, who I am training at the moment are not keen on wanting to be trained in the first place. Um, so they've just been forced to come into the training because either their managers told them or because their parents have told them or whatever the case may be, they're kind of being forced to be there. And so they may not interact as much. Um, that's probably the biggest challenge I have. Um, I think overcoming that, I try and get them to be a little bit more involved in my sessions. So may even ask them various types of questions, try and get their opinion, or even get them like, to do little, little tasks. Like, like engage. You know, them to write to write. So you want them to get be engaged in the in the sort of class. Yeah, you could say. <laughs> um, so, um, another question that literally just popped into my brain right now is that: Are you an entrepreneur, or do you like work for someone? So, at the moment, it's technically both. So, I am an entrepreneur in the sense that I have set up my own business, mm -hmm. um, and we set up two businesses. Um, so one is, of course, the, the Baskin Robbie's ice cream. The other one in terms of my training business is known as Fitris Training. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that business that I've set up. Um, and uh, in terms of sort of working for someone, yeah, I still have a day job at the moment, but I think once my, my Fitris Training business takes off and starts doing well, then I'll say goodbye to that and continue on my entrepreneurial path. Oh, okay. So uh, do you have any like training courses for people to like, um, like, or like people, do you have any courses for children and um, adults to learn entrepreneurship? I was like, master. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally understand your question. So I, I would say that I've got courses for both. Um, so in terms of becoming an entrepreneur or maybe some tips and tricks on trying to become an entrepreneur, for sure, I can share those with children. I can share those with adults. Um, I do those either through my, my website and we do that face-to-face -face or virtually like this um, or we do it on an online platform called OutSchool uh, where it's specifically aimed at children. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's where I really tend to target things. Mm -hmm. So my, my mom works on OutSchool as well, so I did an interview with her, if you haven't listened to that, you can listen to that. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> right. um, So. Uh, my next question so do you have any advice for me or and the listeners any advice or oh goodness me i could i could be here all day giving advice i love giving advice but i tell you what i'll make it short i'll i'll, I'll mention two things um so i think first of all when it in terms of trying to sort of raise your emotional intelligence specifically given our conversation was about emotional intelligence to start with I would say it's important to put yourself in scenarios or situations which are going to test you a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to try and get outside of your comfort zone and do something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. Um, so whether that be taking up a new skill, learning a new hobby, learning a new language, making new friends, whatever the case may be, something that might make you a little bit uncomfortable and get you outside your comfort zone will mm -hmm. help to build your resilience and will help to build your emotional intelligence and make you a better person. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say the second thing that I advise is 
you are known by the company of your friends. And so I would say that it's really important to have a very, very good friend circle, people who you can trust, people who you can confide in, um, and at the same time, people who make you better people and you make them better as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. having good friends. And you know who, made, who had that saying? That was Imam Ali, and of whose he's a leader we are today. So very Sorry, Eid Mubarak again. So unfortunately, that was the last question. So before we go, would you like to say anything, um, or like? Yeah, just I just want to thank you to start with. I mean, you know, this was really cool. This, you know, what I'll be frank, this is my first ever podcast. First day, I've never done a podcast before. I've done video interviews where I, you know, people have interviewed me, and I've also interviewed it's them. Uh, for my website. <laughs> um, but for a podcast, this is my very first one. That also by 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 yourself. Um, okay. so I, I absolutely loved it. Thank but this you so much. video as well. So, and I just want to say that your like area right now is amazing. I literally just have my phone oh, with me. Oh, thank you. I really like. I love yours too. To be fair, I love your your personalized background. I'm just looking down at my laptop just now. But you can see my uh, my plants and everything, which which my wife Sumaya has been growing. Um, and, and our bookshelf as well, which is really cool. So yeah, thank you. So thank you so much for coming here and giving me your time. Um, yeah, I mean, thank you so much. So uh, no worries. Thank you to my listeners for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Bye. Uh, it's done. Yep. Yeah, I think. Thank you. So you've done.